This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to episode 13 of the One Was Had a Dream podcast. My name's Lee Finch, and tonight I'm going to be joined by Richard Cassells, Lewis Johnwood, and Mark Buswell. And we're going to be discussing the Peterborough game on the weekend. We're also going to be discussing away days, what we miss, our favourite, uh, worst away day, the best pubs, and all things that happens on away days. Uh, and then we'll preview the Gillingham and Hull game. So how are we all doing today, boys? You all right? Yeah, all good, Lee. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Very well. Good to see you. And you. Good to see you, Curtains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what looks older, Lee or his curtains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. No, no banter towards me, please, boys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, good news with guys to uh, we hopefully could be back into stadium soon. So that'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Boris's announcement in the pubs. Yeah, 17th of May, was it? Yeah. I think. So Play-off. just in time for the last round of Premier League games, but for the start oh. of next season, definitely. Playoff final? Yeah. I'd rather it, to be honest with you. I'd rather it be the case that either all of us are in or none of us are in. Do you know what I mean? That all 20% shit. I'd rather them wait till like, they're done. Our season's over. Wait till next season. Bang. First game of the season, full house at Power Lane, buzzing. That makes oh, more sense for me. Totally agree. Get everyone in there and that first game will feel like it is actually the first game there, won't it? It won't be like the one we've already had against Doncaster. Right, so let's let's start with Peter for the weekend. How do we think that went? Do we do we think it was all right? Or I know we lost three one, but there was some improvements and some some stuff to look forward to. What do you think, Rich? Uh yeah, half time I was we were all sort of thinking, yeah, this is it. Robbo's turned us all around. Um, more solid, playing a bit more football on probably one of the worst pitches I've ever seen in the football league, if not non-league. And um, second half was a complete shambles. I don't really know what happened at half-time, but they came out where Peterborough started clicking into gear or we just completely capitulated. But it was a bit of a shambles second half. Defensively, um, our organisation went, our bravery went, and yeah, 
It was um, the game was over by the 60th minute, really. Yeah, I totally serious agree. job on their hands. I agree serious with job on their hands. that. That pitch was horrendous. How how you can not be allowed to play on 4G, but you're allowed to play on a cow pat? It's like it's literally ridiculous, and it obviously cost us a player with regards to injuries. And I was, uh, I really wanted to bring up Talk Sport today to speak to Agent Durham because you know he's going to be all over it going, oh yeah, it's all right. But do you know what I mean? We should be, <laughs> we should be suing them for that, the state of that pitch. And you know what? I was having internet. I was having internet issues. So I came on at five past and the first thing I said was someone's going to get injured on that pitch. And then yeah. when it happened in the 60th minute, it just did not surprise me one bit. And <laughs> so Laura's gone to our new striker as well, 30 seconds in. Is there, is there any news <laughs> Uh, apparently, it could be a sprain. Yeah, it's not a break, which is good, but he needs to have an MRI scan. That was what Robbo said. Uh, so he needs an MRI scan. So hopefully, it's going to be sprained. But I feel if the way they're talking, I reckon it could be ligament damage, which would put him out for the rest of the season. Uh, and he looked quite good when he came on. He was one of the the positives of that second half. I know he only played five minutes. Oxygen, yeah. oxygen for that. A bit much, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, bad, have you ever had a badly sprain? I, I cut my finger once. And I was off work for a week, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you worked with me, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Buzz, what do you what did you think of the game on Saturday? How do you think it went? Um, again, first half was decent. Second half was a shambles. Um, but we had we had ten shots and four on target, which ain't that bad. And if we can play first off like the first half against other teams around us, then we'll definitely pick up points. Um, but obviously, Peterborough are a good team there. They're second now. They got the top goal scorer in the league, have they? Yeah. So they're always they're always going to score against <clears throat> the defence that we've got. But yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree with what you're saying. Peterborough are possibly one of the best teams in this league. They've got, in my eyes, one the best player in the league, probably the best striker as well. And they've got Smodix. Or Smodix, whatever his name is, uh, he he was just class. He just found space that we didn't even know existed on that pitch. And uh, obviously they had Dembele as well, who's just gave O'Neill an absolute torrid time. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, we're not gonna go down because of Peterborough. We're gonna go down because of games coming up. Uh, but yeah, I make you right. That first half, I thought we'd done all right. I just think we tired on a tough pitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think if you're gonna beat or get a result out of Peterborough, you've got to have the perfect game defensively. More often than not, when we get points or win against that, those types of teams, we're solid defensively, we frustrate them, uh, and when we nick something off the back of a counter-attack. First half, I thought we did that. I thought every chance Peterborough had was a shot from distance going wide. It was going straight into Walker, and it looked like we were putting in the perfect performance. And then second half, the defensive organisation was all over the place. I think goals one, two and three all could have been prevented. Um, and if you allow players like Schmodix to space, he's going to turn players inside and out and score goals. So, yeah, that's how, that's where we lost the game, really. Yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. And also, I said before the game to you boys, didn't I, the WhatsApp group, that I thought it was the, the right time at the wrong team. Of all, of all the teams you want a new manager bounce against, mm. not Peter, but they're, they're too good. doesn't matter who your gaffer is. Like... Shame we could have had an easier... Shame Rochdale was called off, to be honest with you. That's who you want the new manager bounce against. I mean, that's a winnable game. Peterborough, yeah. at theirs, not really. I, I never I never fancied us, to be honest. So I, I, I fancied us when I thought Peter was, Peter were going to be this passing, brilliant team. And then I looked at their pitch and thought, bloody hell, this is going to be hard for us. We, we, we looked tired in that second half as well. Dobson looked knackered. Woodyard looked knackered. O'Neill looked absolute beat. 
Darnell's probably worst game for us. I thought he'd done all right first half, but he looked he looked dead on his feet as well. Lomman was just <laughs> running all day again, which he does, but again, he just looked tired. And uh yeah, you don't really want to be going to Peterborough in your second game in charge when they're absolutely flying and scoring goals for fun. And, and we're conceding goals for fun. So yeah, I'll make you right there, Lewis. I mean, to stick up to them a little bit, I mean, you can, I don't like to blame pitches, but the way we wanted to play, we wanted to be on the front foot. We wanted to have the ball. I think in the first half, we actually did try and do that. And you can see we were trying to pass the ball and we were losing it sometimes because it was getting held up in the ground. And then we talked about there just about how we, our legs went and that caused us to concede the goals. Well, that's going to happen if you're running in a bog for 45 minutes. Whether Peterborough knew that was coming and they've been training that pitch and they're more used to it than we are, or they're just better than us, which is probably that. But yeah, I think <laughs> I saw enough in the first half, which showed that we're trying to do the right things. Um, we just need, we just need a few more weeks at it, really. Tuesday's the real test. Tuesday's the serious, the proper test. We'll see then, won't we? We'll see where we're at then. I mean, with what you're saying about we run out of steam. This is what I'm. This is what I was saying the other day in the WhatsApp group that. Robbo and the club are giving it all that oh, we're doing this extra, we're doing that extra. We was out in the snow and whatnot. We sh- <laughs> Lacking fitness to me shouldn't be an excuse. Not not at this mm. stage of the season. If they're not fit enough, get training harder. If they're if there's too many games, then give them give them more of a rest, less training. Shouldn't be we shouldn't be losing games three 0 all goals in the second half because we're not as fit as the as the oppo. Because if we yeah. haven't got players that as technically as good, then. Things like fitness is what you what you can get better at. We need to we need to be better than other teams at it. Yeah, yeah. again, you make a great point here, Buzz. But with guys, so what you this is Robbo's second week with the boys, and he he had him in later on on Monday. He had him come in later uh, because he wanted them to have a little bit more uh, rest, so then they could come in later into training and then train into the afternoon, and they could train later, especially as it's getting lighter now. There's no that football they don't finish at twelve anymore and go down the golf course. So he had them in later. So they could then train later. And he also, I think, with Glenn, he had his 11 and 13. We've touched on it before. Where now, I think Robbo, he took Riley out because he's he, he's got an injury that could flare out and put him out for weeks if he plays or <clears> if he does get injured. He's he's going to throw youth team players in. And I just think he's he's having a look at everyone now. And I think we, we're having more possession football as well, which is tougher. Before, we would be having, what, 20, 30% possession of the ball? Where now we're having more of it. We're having more of the ball. We're doing more on the ball as well. We're doing more off the ball. So hopefully we will, as, as Lewis said, Gilliam's the test. And then we move on to March, which is going to be the big one, I think, with all the fixtures we got lined up. But yeah, I think we'll see fitter players and we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see us getting on the front foot more. It was strange, though. He made a massive deal out of that um, Callum Riley coming to him and saying, oh, yeah, Gaffer, I'm only 80% fit. I mean, I know Robbo loves his PR stuff. I love some of it as well, but... That just seems strange to me when you saw half the players out there on the 50th minute when they're all blowing and you're just thinking, I'd, I wouldn't mind an 80% Callum Riley starting now because they're all yeah. at 60, yeah. the rest of them. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I see Dobson. Dobson for the last four games, I, I like Dobson, but he's been knackered by the 60th minute and it's cost us goals. So, when I'm looking at that saying he's making a big deal out of Riley saying I'm only 80% fit, Gaffer. <sighs> Yeah, who is hundred percent fit in that team? But again, he's alluded, yeah, yeah. he's alluded on it again, saying that Riley, if he if he does get if he does play and he does get injured, he could be out for months. So he's kind of resting him now to play because we've got so many games coming on. Peterborough again ain't going to be the one that you want Riley in. You, you like, do you know I mean, it's not like if we lose Riley, we're going to lose that game. We were going to lose a game. I, as I predicted we'd lose that game three one. It was always going to be tough. I thought 
I think he's saving some of our players as well, or he will need to save them. Just a shame again with Sharon Williams coming on and then having to go off after five minutes. He looked quite exciting. He looked like he was going to get us back into the game possibly. And and we could be doing with him against the Gillingham, against Hull, against Rochdale and all these teams that we have got coming up and now he's injured. And uh, that was the main disappointment for me that he came on. And I think that killed us as well, yeah. seeing him go off. Yeah, who was that who went off? Sharon Williams. Yeah. Sharon Harrison went off as well. Is it, <laughs> it's, it's no Sharon Harrison, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. Yeah, I, keep mess- I don't know what's wrong with keep me. It keep it in. Keep it in. I keep messing. We lost 3-1 as well earlier. No, I said I predicted yeah. we'd lose 3-1. I said well, I predicted we'd lose 3-1. We lost 3-0, so it's not a bad prediction. But yeah, I keep getting everyone's <laughs> names wrong, man. I can't get names right. It's, it's messed up. Uh, uh, you've got, Michael- you got a lot of different people coming on the pod. So, do you know what I mean? It's hard for you all these people, isn't it? Michael yeah. Hamilton. I kept, I kept calling, calling him Michael Appleton because of the uh, manager the other week. So. <laughs> but yeah, that was the that was the main one. Shayon Harrison going off. He, that was the, the disappointment for me. Really, I was completely, f- I was completely flat after that. Like oh, it was two nil, sixtieth minute, and I was just like, "Fuck this game. The game's done yeah. now. I can't be bothered with this yeah. anymore." Yeah, players were the same. But all us boys on the WhatsApp group, and all the minute that happened, everyone was just devastated, weren't they? Yeah. Like, even more than conceding goals, to be honest. Like <laughs> that absolutely killed a lot of us. Absolutely gutted for him, man. What the thing was. Sporting women and his goals are against us and inevitable where injuries are like just keep <laughs> fucking happening, don't they? And it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. killing us at the moment. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of negatives. We've we've had a big discussion on Will Nightingale. Uh, do we think we should bring Hennigan in or, or Will because of the against Peterborough? Do we think he was at fault? Will's, Will's been at fault for something or another pretty much every game he's played recently. <laughs> But um, I would start Hennigan if he's if he's fit. Uh, Gillingham, they've got a big a big lump up front. What's your remember his name? Kindy. Yeah. 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 So if they're going to be <clears throat> pumping balls into the box, yeah, yeah. agree. We're talking about that. Will, we're going Will's, we're... Always done, Will's done well. Will's always done well against big lads. Remember Akin Fenwa. I said that. I said that earlier. Really What's that group? It's it's actually about who you play well against, like. Will the other weekend swinging? I thought he was brilliant because balls were coming in the box. He was knocking them away. He was getting in front of shots, everything. Yeah. That's Will Nightingale. That's his game. I yeah. know we want players who are all round good defenders, but as the team we are now, we're not going to have it. Whereas 1v1 against Pete, when you've got Schmodix turning you inside now, it's probably not going to be his best game. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. It was his greatest game. I don't think he was singly at fault. I said that earlier. I think he, he was part of a poor defence in the second half. But he will have his good games against teams where you, you love the ball in the box and he'll be always head that ball away. Yeah, good. And we're going to, t- we're going to touch on Gillingham and preview uh, later on in, in the episode. But for me, with regards to, uh, I can't remember his name, the Peterborough striker, the big guy. I don't think he had much to do in the game, really. I know he scored that goal where he taps it in on the yard, but it was Schmodix who run the game. And that's not really Will's fault that Schmodix was being allowed to run the game. It was more to do with the defensive midfielders who I think got, just got knackered in the end and that they run out of steam but uh we'll touch that, on that, last points before we wrap it up boy anyone want anyone want to make a last point before we wrap up i was just, I was just gonna say in, in reply to what Stitch said yeah he can edibles away for 89 minutes but if there's one ball that comes in in the last minute along the floor someone makes one run there's just no confidence that he's not gonna fuck up yeah and i think i think will's problem is he overworks himself sometimes like 
put um, the second goal the other day. There's massive gaps that the entire defence has caused, and he's the one trying to run into those gaps to try and close them. When actually, just got to think right, sit here, do my job. Ball comes in, I've got to get it away. And yeah, I just think sometimes tries too hard, and then that means he drags himself away from where he should be, and then he's not there, and then they score a goal. So yeah, I'll take your point, on, really, but just a shame for him, really. Still can't believe we got twisted up all game by a geezer whose name sounds like a slick tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think we'll end the uh, <laughs> the game Peterborough game on that note there, right? And then uh, next we'll come back. As I said, we'll be discussing away days, and uh, I'm really looking forward to discussing with the boys. So we'll be back in a minute with away days. <laughs> So we're back and we're going to be discussing away days. Uh, I absolutely miss away days. I miss, it sounds a bit sad really, but I miss the boys. I miss going to Euston, King's Cross, uh, going to some shithole t- town up north or down south, anywhere, having a few beers and Jaegers on the train. Uh, I just miss away day. I miss going to a pub that looks like someone's, what is it, front room. I miss the jukeboxes. I miss just having banter. I miss the People just piss taking out of me from the minute we get on the train <laughs> to the minute we get off the train. I actually miss it. So we're going to be discussing away days and uh, I've got three of the best ones to discuss it with. So, Buzz, we'll start with you. What are you missing about away days, mate? Well, everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Stepped on your notes here, um, have I? Yeah, you've done, done me right up. No, yeah, just just the, the whole... Uh, sounds a bit a bit cliche but having no responsibility for the day just sort of being a kid again going out not being a parent or or a husband and just yeah meeting all your mates having a laugh like you said taking the piss out of everyone mugging off you boat trying to make you buy a beer (laughs) (laughs) i I, I, I don't even i don't even miss the football like i i I haven't been to many away games the last couple of years but I i don't even miss the football i just miss the whole being out with the boys that's to be honest that's it yeah, I think you, you say that though, but I remember away games where the games have been called off and it's just like, it's not the same as you. You need that football there. Like, I don't miss the yeah. football, but you also need the football there at the same time. And what you said, Buzz, yeah. about having no responsibility for a day, it's just the perfect way to finish a shit week at work. You just know you're going to go up to some shit northern town, act like a dick all day, watch Lewis make a tit of himself, watch Lee make a tit of himself, <laughs> hear Buzzwell talking about on the group because he's never usually there. Um, I I miss I miss the buzz I miss the buzz the week leading up to it looking up pubs on Google typing in oldest pubs in Oxford Wigan Blackpool wherever I miss the buzz the night before not being able to sleep properly I miss the buzz of the morning when I wake up earlier than I would normally for work and I, I can't get back to sleep and then the buzz on the train going up there meeting everyone at the first pub everyone literally just adrenaline like I mean, that's what I miss more than anything. Like, literally, the game yeah, ruins the day for me most of the time. And in the way back, I have a really good sleep normally. So, so I think <laughs> everyone's spot on there. Like, I agree. I think we do need the game because I do. We do, like uh, some people are going to re- listen to this and they're not the so, same. They're not big drinkers or stuff. They just like they go on a coach, they go on a minibus, they go on cars. Or you've got the people that we know who, who like will go on the train and have a drink. I like a drink on an away day, uh, and that game kind of sobers me up. 
So the 90 minutes <laughs> opens me up to go then again on the way back because if you're not ready for the way back, it can be worse sometimes. Because if you nick a last minute winner, it's it's all up. Or if if you've lost one nil, then we all turn into football managers and then we're all talking about the game and we'd have Will in the centre midfield there. Why are we playing O'Neill right back? He should have gone forward. More. And it's just like it's just everything about an away day is so special. It's just mm. amazing. And yeah, I miss it big time. See the game. The game for me is the is the worst bit because purely most of the time, if you've stopped drinking for an hour and you've had you can't find a water anywhere, I'll just get this almighty hangover and headache mid game, <laughs> and I just want to go home. <laughs> just, I, I can do about a half in the ground, and I'm just like, bar. Was I just I turn into an arsehole. I'll tell you I what will solve keep, that. Keep drinking through it, yeah, I have to. Tell you what will solve that though, Lee. How about Frankfurt away? Ah, yeah, well, unbelievable, Frank- Lewis. Do you remember that one? Yeah, uh, I, was, I was busy that weekend, mate. So, yeah, I yeah. know you were. It, it, oh, yeah, being, being able to drink while you're watching the football through it, it just, it was, I couldn't believe it. 70th minute, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but did not have a clue. It's just like, obviously, we got our WhatsApp group, right? So when we're doing away trips, we put people in charge of different jobs. So we have like U boats in charge of trains, and the geezer's never booked a decent train. He's like, like, there's sometimes <laughs> when he book us a train, and we say, have we got tables boat? And he'll go, no, no, like three of you are in C, the other four are in E, the other one's up in G. And we're like, what the hell? Like, and then he go, oh, yeah, the, the, the rowdiest ones, he always like the ones who like a drink and like a part. He goes, yeah, you're in the family carriage. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, cheers, boat. We're getting getting kicked out at like Milton Keynes, which is going to go well as well. Like, we get kicked out at Milton Keynes. That's always going to work out well, isn't it? And then you've got, I get, I, I, I used to get put in charge of pubs until Lewis tried to take my crown because I couldn't come that often. Uh, <laughs> and 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 then you go, what pub do you want, boys? And you get a list. Oh, I want one with a, a sports on. I want one with a jukebox. I want one with where we can play pool or darts. And then you literally, Lou, you'll know this. I'm ringing up pubs in Barnsley during the weekend. Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm just coming up with about 20 lads. Have you got this? Have you got that? And they go, no, nah, you ain't coming in, mate. It's home fans only. You're like, you're about an hour away from the town, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're not coming in, boys. You're not, I'm not having 20 cockneys coming here. It's like, no, we're South London, mate. We're all right. No, no, you're not coming. It's like, you, you ain't South London, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, right, let's start with a few of the quick. Right, so what is our fa- what is your favourite away day? What is your, your favourite one? Oh, come on. There's only, there's only, to me, the, the best away day I've ever been on by a mile is Aki away in the playoff. Yeah, so are we judging, are we judging this on the day out or the day I look? Your, your favourite away day, mate? That's too bad. Yeah. We, had, we had everything. We, 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 met, we met up, at, didn't we meet at South Wimbledon about 10am, 11am? The yeah. coach, was, the original coach was broken or something. The wing mirror got knocked off. That's it. So they then sent a new coach without a fucking toilet on. <laughs> and then we were all pissing in bottles all the way up there. We've all lined up for a school bus thinking it was our oh, coach. Mate, they were, they, we were smoking fags. We had the little uh, we had the little speakers on the go. Everyone was yep. in it was what what was that song that was out at the time? Someone's on fire, wasn't it? Free from oh, the fire, yeah. We yeah, were singing yeah, that on yeah. repeat for about three hours about um Aziz, yeah. And then we got there and well, obviously the game and Akin Fen was header was po- possibly the, the biggest bundle I've ever had yeah. in that football match. <laughs> and then coming home was an absolute disaster. And then Titch got his wallet nicked. 
<laughs> I, I think you're bang out of order for this, Buzzwell. And this is this might be your first and last time on this podcast now because you knew I didn't go to Accrington as well. Right? <laughs> and I've been grilled and killed for it forever. And it's because my missus broke her finger and had to go for an operation and I had to look after the kids. And it was the time when we had Accrington away. Otherwise, I would have been there. Uh, for me, my favourite away day, I don't be really, I like, like Morecambe away is brilliant. You, you go to Morecambe and you go to the pub opposite the statue and you've yeah. got downstairs is like an old man's boozer with a bit of food. And then upstairs is like this unreal sports bar where you've got a sport, like a load of TVs, punching machine, the, the uh, football table. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Really, really cheap drinks and shots. Uh, yeah, Morecambe away is a good one for me. That's one of my favourites. And obviously where I live now, South End. I love South End. I took you boys on the, probably one of the best pub crawls you've ever been on. So... I'll take South End as a... Well, uh, I'll tell you what, Lewis's, old, Lewis's Oxford one rivals that one. Yeah. Oh. I've, I've made uh, Roger's stuff for Gillingham. Roger's stuff was phenomenal, mate. Like, I can't believe we've been going Jill's away all these years and didn't know that Roger's stuff was the next stop along and it was about eight times better than Gillingham. Honestly, mate, that was incredible. Sorry, Luke, just quickly. We, we drank in uh, Victoria Station for years for Gillingham, didn't we? Was it <laughs> yeah, in... I know. I know. <laughs> we, oh, Wemerspoon. You know who I blame for that? Milson. Milton loves the weather, doesn't he? Yes. My, um, <laughs> I, I, did any of you boys go to Old Trafford? Was it? I think it was ninety-seven. Well, you two weren't. Lewis and I was, I was too busy being born that day. Still been in nappies, yeah. <laughs> but and Chipsy, you must have been there when uh, Robbie L scored. Freak it, yeah, yeah. Scored eighty-ninth minute, Paul Scholes, and then um, Alan Kimball took a free kick, and Robbie L edited it in about ninety-second minute. Oh my god. I don't think I've, that that was that's up there for me. I went in the car with my dad, so it weren't like a massive piss up or anything. But equalising at Old Trafford, and I think it was it was about fifty five thousand manks there, and it was you could just hear a pin drop. Do you it have was your, you your pizza in your lunchbox? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably got treated to a burger that day. <laughs> no, Lewis, what's your favourite one? I know you're gagging here with your notes in front of you. Oh, mate, I've got, I've got so many on here. Honestly, like they, they, I know that any. Any away game is the first game of the season because you, a lot of the time we haven't seen each other for a few months before that. The, the two that come to like Fleetwood and Scumfort were literally like stag dudes on the train. Oh, wow. Like honestly, mate, the most mental I've ever like better than any stag I've ever been on. Like it was absolutely incredible, mate. Is, is Scumfort you one you're talking about where Abdul scores last minute and we went to uh, Granddad found that pub, his mate's pub. Yeah. And so, the geezer, yeah, we were spending, spending so much money that. in there. We were spending so much money in there. Geezer kept giving us free pizzas just to keep us in there. Because yeah, he, he was like, here you go, boys, there's pizza there. And he was like, oh, yeah, cheers. And then it's like, that's in the free. That Fleetwood day, though, you're right about Stag, dude. Like, literally, from the moment we saw each other, because I don't know why, none of us bothered even seeing each other that summer. Like, we're all mates on a WhatsApp group, but didn't see one person all summer and then came back together to that Fleetwood game. There's literally cocktail jugs going off on the train, yeah. balloons everywhere. It was unbelievable. No, you, you, you wait till the middle of August this year when we got got someone Birmingham or Sheffield Wednesday away. Everyone's in shorts and shades. Oh, yeah. no one's going to make the game. <laughs> yeah. Another another one for me going back quite a few years was the um, the Luton two one when Kedwell oh, scored. Kedwell. Great day. Kedwell and I, I went with like my lot that day, and there was about ten of us, and we started drinking at about ten in the morning. And I finished up about three in the morning in Revs in Sutton. And, uh, <laughs> oh, mate, that whole day, just 16 hours, 17 hours non-stop. Like, and I actually, I actually ended the day sober. I come out of Revs and I was just tired. But it was, oh, it was incredible, mate. Like, the atmosphere that day in the loop and away in, like, you can make good noise there anyway. 
But that, when Kedwell scored, it just went off. Like, people getting crowd surfed and all sorts. Incredible, mate. What what an, what an away end that is as well, Lou. And I love that away end. You go yeah. through people, you're nicking people's knickers out of their gardens because uh, they've, got their washing, <laughs> they've got their washing on the line and stuff. And and this is what I this is what people that don't go away games and don't understand football don't get, is I come home, well, I'm knackered. My missus, I says, I'm knackered. Oh, you've been boozing all day? Yeah. Oh, how can you be? They don't get how tiring it is. It is absolutely knackering getting up at like five o'clock in the morning to go to some like northern trip. You don't get back into about three the next morning. You, you've worked yourself sober about three times and you're, you're I'm knackered after an away day. I can't move yeah. for like the Sunday. <laughs> you, so you got to carry a phone charger around with you all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, what, yeah. You need big enough pockets for your wallet, your phone, your fags. It's, it's hard work. It's not a job. I have to have a checklist before I go. I have to write it all down on my phone so I can tick it all up to make sure. I'm all, there's always something. I suppose next season we'll have face masks, won't we? Like, I can't we, forget those. Yeah. Look, is, 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 your, is your checklist up, wallet, phone charger, Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> what, what Charlie? His <laughs> <laughs> <His> brother. <laughs> I'll tell you what, one of the best away games, Lou, this must be on the list. It was Wigan away. We needed, I think if we had won, we would have stayed up. But we got a point and we basically thought, yeah, we're staying up now. And um, discovered that Wigan was probably one of the, like the Magaluf of North of the North. It oh, was unbelievable. Yeah. The King's Road yeah. at night time on a Saturday night in Wigan. That's when Chipsy licked the whip. That was when Chipsy He came over with more money than he went with that day. <laughs> <laughs> He booked Donnelly for him and Mary down the that, seaside. That Wigan one is when I found one of the best boozers ever. Again, I'm, I'm shitting all over Lewis. We'll go around Pest pubs later. I'm shitting all over Lewis's pubs. Wigan away. When we <laughs> we done that little pub call and then I found a massive garden with the jukebox with yeah. the uh, speakers in the garden. I went in there and I went, all right, mate. He went, massive geezer. And there was like about 30, 40 of us, all lads. And, and Glyn was with us. And Glyn's a big lad anyway. And he went, you ain't fucking drinking in here, boys. He said, I'm not having any trouble. And we were like, Sorry, mate, we ain't gonna stop. Here. We're like, sorry, sorry. Can we, can we please drink in? And he was like, okay. And then we're like, look, we're spending fortunes. He's like, okay, you can stay. And then we was good as gold. But yeah, and we had a great day in there. Really great. Another one for me. Another great. One of my favourite ever away days is West Ham away when we won four three. Again, you two boys probably too young for this, but Buzz might remember it. Oh, what a. What oh, a I remember it. I, I wasn't there unfortunately, but I remember it. Yeah. Oh, I was there. I, all my, I went with a few West Ham mates. Uh, and yeah, it was brilliant that day. One one of mine was um I don't know if it was the first or second year he was in the championship and we went up to Main Road and we'd done them four nil and they were they were romping the league. And um Shipley and Connolly got two goals each. We the, we were just unbelievable that day. And that was probably that I went on a coach. So I went with I was with Boat and we met rock and roll Dave up there. I think he was on the coach, you know. We, we bought him his first beer actually because he couldn't get served. <laughs> and um, he had a full beard and everything about 12 and um, we just the football that day was unreal that weren't, that weren't even about the booze that was just pure this is my team this is unbelievable funniest thing about Dave is he still pulls that trick now I can't get served come on boys buy me a beer <laughs> <laughs> Bo yeah, Bo's trying to nick that one Bo's trying to nick that one now uh, so what would we say has been the surprise away day you, you thought oh this is going to be shit and then it was like wow this is actually pretty decent uh, it has to be the probably it was my last away game actually Lewis Wood pulled it out of the bag with Rochester it was you. every time you go to Gilliam you think this is going to be shit this is going to be shit <laughs> every time because it's just a shit away day you've got a shit stand it was going to rain that day 
Uh, probably going to be drinking around London, then head into the gym later. Friday night, Lewis just goes, right, we're going Rochester, boys. Started at eight pub pub crawl. And it was unbelievable. Great town. Unbelievable away game scoring in the last minute. And then it turns out to be our last one before lockdowns and everything. And it kept us up. Kept us up as well. Because if it we wouldn't have up. scored that late goal, we'd have gone down on points per game, wouldn't we? Or whatever it was like. That literally kept us up over tramming. One of, one of mine was um, Dagenham. The year we went up. And I thought, I didn't have a job. I think it was an after work job, wasn't it? Midweek. Yeah, and it was yeah. one. And it, it, it wasn't really much talk of it beforehand, and then we got to some to a pub. And there was a massive outside area, and all of a sudden, literally everyone you've ever sort of known who's been to Wimbledon turned up, and then we all sort of we went down the road, and we had we had a full house. We must have had fifteen hundred there, and then half time of that game, we was, everyone was down in a concourse drinking, and it was like the concrete was shaking, and you just sort of you just knew that night that something was happening, and we were gonna. We were going to go up, and we, we yeah, we think we won two 0 and that was a, a brilliant night. And we had um, our mate Dave. He had his uh, his mate from America came over, and his chili friend. So we had the chili oh, yeah. wombles <laughs> and, and American wombles all going mental with us. They were loving that. But uh, I'm not having gin them at all, right? I know Rochester's good for a good drink, but I'm not having gin <laughs> them at all, right? Because one, because of gin them away in the away in's awful, and, and I don't care if yeah. you go to the best pubs or the nightclub in the world, and you go out with an absolute like amazing beer but yeah I'm not having Gillian for the away and my, my surprise one is Carlisle when we went up to Carlisle I thought oh this is going to be grim man it's the, the most northern <laughs> trip ever it's going to be freezing cold it's it's just going to be not very nice and got up there, there was, the sun was shining and there was like a strip of bars it was like being in Albufeira it was unreal I was like <laughs> this is amazing and then you just go from bar to bar end up in Carlisle and we I think we drew four all I'm sure yeah, we drew was, four yeah. And it was just a really good... I'd, I'd like to have stayed up there a little bit longer. I think we got the first train home. But, yeah, it was... Yeah, Carlisle is a really good place to drink. It's pro- probably the only train home, Chips. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, like that one or one on Tuesday afternoon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got two other shouts, I reckon. One of them, about four years ago now, um, Oldham away. Yes! It, the it probably, probably one... It was the worst game of football ever. Freezing cold. I remember standing at Puddle on the way home trying to get a taxi. I was freezing cold, but just, I, I remember I got the day off work on the Friday, got up, got to the station on Saturday, get up to Manchester, and there's about 40 Wombles there. And it's just like all different groups. We all knew each other and it all came together. It was unbelievable. And the second one was, go someone else, go someone else, we'll come back to me. I got one, that I got one. Go on, go on. Oh no, go on, Lewis, go on, go on, talk about Oldham still. That, I was going to say, that, that Oldham one, there was more than 40 of us. That boozer before ran, there must have been about 80, 90 lads in there, proper lads and all. And like with every train that was coming into Manchester every 15 minutes, another group of 10 was coming in, another group of 10 was coming in. You're looking around, you're like, mate, there's untold of us in here. Like, oh, it was absolutely brilliant. And we went up to the, all got, all got taxis to the and together. And that was absolutely, the atmosphere in that pub was brilliant. Like just out of nowhere, no one had planned it. Everyone went in separate little groups. And next thing you know, there's close to 100 of us in that pub. Absolutely class. That, that, that was on my list as well. I've got, I've got a couple of non-league ones here, right? One of them, Hastings away, was is, is great. Because it's one, it's an, again, another one by the seaside. There's a load of good boozers in there. And I just remember being in the uh, away end and just singing. And the stewards were all getting a little bit upset that we were pushing and shoving. And I think the steward did get a little bit pushed. And then one of our mates got a bit drunk and fell off the... Uh, a table in the bar and threw his beer all down Dicky Guy. So that went down when he got chucked out. But that was that was a great away day. And then another one is a Woking when we went to Woking in the Cups. 
when we used to get to the cup final and everyone used to just take on Woking and we used to get really drunk down there and take on that massive stand. They were good in the non-league days. The picture of Titch with face paint on in there at Woking away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blue and yellow wig. <laughs> <laughs> Could do with that now, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Have you, you thought you about your second one? Hampton and Richmond away when we, when we oh. drew to go up. And that, I, remember, I remember two things from that. Firstly, when Maine equalised, there was a lot of us behind the goal and there was too many of us. And me, my brother, about eight of us all fell through the fence. It actually went back, actually caved in. And I mm. fell back into, I think it was a graveyard behind it. A load of us fell down. That's still broken now. The other day on Twitter, when we had them pre-season a couple of years ago, all their fans were moaning, saying, oh, we're playing the scum. They, they, they smashed up our stadium. Like, no, no, we just <laughs> fell through it. And then I remember after the game, everyone was on the pitch and Buzz, you and Smithy, I think, I can't remember if it was Smithy holding you back or you holding Smithy back. One of you was trying to get into the Hampton end. All the home fans were there. I remember, I, I, I'll never forget that. I absolutely pissed myself laughing. Wouldn't be me, mate. <laughs> yeah, not no. <laughs> It must be confusing Butterbean or someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell you what was another good one in non-league. Eastbourne away. Danny yes. Gebel, last minute winner. I don't know if you boys were there. That was really good, that one. I used to love the coastal ones, mate. The ones down by the coast, always good. Always good. But there's so many away days. Like We, we ain't even touched on some of it. Like, do, who went Barrow away? Who went Barrow away? Was it, am wow. I the only one here on this? Oh, mate, Barrow away was unreal. We, we had to get like stupid... It was like seven hours on a train. You have to go up to Lancaster first, which takes four hours. We went into Weatherspoons because it's the only pub we could find to have breakfast. Nick, our mate, is a vegetarian. So all he ordered was 10 hash browns, beans, <laughs> and a few eggs. And that's all we had, right? And then, obviously, they had the worst Christmas tree I've ever seen in my life. It was just mud. It was just a pile of mud with a star <laughs> on the top of it. It was unreal. And then all we kept singing is, where's your famous bags of shit? Because they had rumours that they, they, they all they do to the away end is just throw bags of shit at you. And, uh, and then we were 2-0 down and drew to all. And Nick picked me up and threw me on the pitch. And then I thought, this is all I need now, and it get nicked up in Barrow. And like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Getting chucked out or something. And he broke his thumb, the div. But yeah, and another one, sorry, <laughs> another one, Grinsby away. Grinsby away is always decent as well. I love Grinsby. Oh, when we lost 6-2. Right, yeah, I was at that. And Ian Harris got chucked out for no reason. He literally was standing next to me. I think he put his hand and pointed and he got chucked out. But uh, we, we had James Cox's stag. It was his football stag. And Matty went into the uh, fancy dress shop in Grinsby and got him a Baywatch costume. And he's dressed now in the middle of Grinsby in a Baywatch costume. Yeah, <laughs> good, good times, good times. Go on, Titch, you got your so, you got it? couple, couple to uh, to add to it. Charlton away. There's only oh. one way to get Charlton away. The boat. Yeah, <laughs> the boat. Yeah, unbelievable. I think we've had two of them, haven't we? And they've been unbelievable. Great laugh. Um, yeah. And Ipswich, yeah, uh, oh. in League One this year. Yes. Um, I don't know what happened. I think someone just mentioned it one day. Oh yeah, let's get the two thirty on a Tuesday. Book a half day. Suddenly. Everyone's putting on Twitter. Everyone's putting on WhatsApp that they booked the two thirty uh, to Ipswich. It was unbelievable. It was about 40, 50 of us in a pub right on the coast on the, uh, the Costa Del. Who sorted that? Who sorted that pub? Who sorted that pub? Me, wasn't it? It was Fitchy, oh, wasn't it? I wasn't there. Fitchy, you weren't there, Keith. I weren't at Ipswich. But the boat trip to Charlton is unreal. Like it, it didn't end well for me, but because I was so drunk and I fell down. What happened? Thin. I fell down a few rows of seats and uh, yeah, you fell, did you? Yeah, I fell, fell down these. I was so dry. I, I've had a, I've had a few beers, like we all have at away days. But the boat trips unreal. And the, the problem with the boat trip I had at first is I thought we were going the wrong way. So I was going to people going because <laughs> it takes you up, doesn't it? It takes you up by the MI5. Takes you to, 
Yeah, it takes the, you Putney uh, first. Yeah, yeah, it takes you up to Putney, and I'm like, boys, we're going the wrong way. Does he think we're going Fulham away or something? And then <laughs> doing a round trip all the way. Yeah. And then we come. It's just amazing the boat trip. Love it. Love Charlton. I away. had um, one, one of one of my f- favourite away games. Do you want to go to the Isle of Newport, Isle of Wight? Yeah. Midweek, I took two bloody days off work. Got a train down to Portsmouth. Got a ferry across. I think oh, who was the bloke? Who was the bloke who used to ride a push bike everywhere? Oh, I can't remember his name. Me and Justin Gray, we ended up kipping on his floor and Dicky Dicky ba- Barrel. <laughs> and we, were, we kicked on their floor in some moody hotel, and I don't even know. I've no idea what the score of the game was or anything, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't, I would never take two days off work to go to the Newport Isle of Wight now. But I, think, <laughs> I think we told Boat that he had to take his passport with him and he had to get Isle of Wight money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we told him he had to get Isle of Wight money down at the exchange. <laughs> your Isle of Wight surely Donny away has got to be on your list, you boys. I didn't go. Oh, oh, I haven't been. I really want to. Donny away on a Tuesday night is like Saturday night anywhere in London. We've turned <laughs> up to Ur- Urban Bar. I remember it well. Turn up there, and it was literally like Hindu, 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 Judy's 80th birthday. <laughs> Let's have some of this. It was unbelievable. It's the city that never sleeps. The city that never sleeps, mate. <laughs> Who has a Hindu on a Tuesday? It, mate, it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Oh, right, go on, Luke. You know, when Charlton, we're talking about Charlton going on the boat. Do you know the, the first year we had Charlton, where we actually won 2 1, uh, Barnet? What his name was he scored, wasn't he? Don Polly got oh, yeah, yeah, two thousand last that day, wasn't there, mate? To this day, that's probably the best away atmosphere I've ever been a part of at a Wimbledon away game. Right, the atmosphere was incredible. That end, yeah. honestly, mate, it's not like the roof was going to yeah. come off. I can't that think of good. any better than that. Like maybe Luton or something. I don't know, but that was the best for me. It's incredible. That Charlton end's amazing. If you can feel that Charlton end, you're just going to sound so good because it is huge and it's just the acoustics of it unreal. But I'm going to throw yeah. a couple more at you as well. Did you ever go Gateshead? I went Gateshead no. on Friday night, right? And we got a train up really early in the morning. And uh, we got a train up and it's the same thing. To, people got on at York at like 11 o'clock in the morning, all these girls dressed up. And we're like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're at. We're like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're starting. We're going to Newcastle. We're starting now and we're at out. And we're like, got to Newcastle and the whole place was right. Like, no one works on a Friday in these places. <laughs> so, real, you go into a pub, it's like, it's like night time. And I remember giving it to Bogey, was the manager, and I was giving it to him in the stands. And I was going, and I shat, he turned around and said, come in, you fat ball. And I was like, oh, and then I kind of <laughs> hid a little bit because there was only about 50 of us there. But their club shop, they had their club shop was in the away end bar. So we had home fans coming through <laughs> to buy stuff while we're all having a drink. But get, yeah, get Newcastle, what a place, mate. Go to Newcastle if you're Newcastle young, free, great, young, free and single. Go to Newcastle. Oh, <laughs> unreal place, mate. Unreal place. So, Peter was a good one. Peter was like a good one Peter. on the boat. The boat. Yeah, the boat. boat. The away end's good as well. You can make a good bit of noise in the away end at Peterborough. Um, and that's the, the that Peterborough, the first time we had them, the 1-0, was the best I've ever seen us play, ever, in any little, like, since I've been going, been at, honestly, mate, it could have been ten nil that day. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I love Posh away. I, I like um, talk, talking of atmospheres. The Arthur weight at Sellers Park, if you're the away team, is wait, it curves down so well. The atmosphere in there is unbelievable. I remember a couple oh. of times I've been Palace Wimbledon, and it was like it was it was almost we were almost scarily loud. Do you know what I mean? Like you look around, you're like, I can't believe that's little women are making this amount of noise. And there's probably only 2,000, 1,500 of us there, but it's 
I think we got packed three 0 in the end. But but <laughs> before they scored, before see, we've always had a shit defence. Before they scored, um, it was yeah, the atmosphere was unbelievable. And the other one I was going to say, oh, go on, carry on a minute. Another one I'll say is I always love this one because we're, we're quite good friends with a few of their fans as well. It's Bradford away. So, yeah, we, as you know, Mike and a few others, uh, Matty knows them. And they always yeah. look after, when we went, went up there, they always look after us, take us to bars. And I think, that, did they get in the playoffs when we went, oh, we stayed, not the one where we stayed up, stayed up, but the season before, and we were in this sports bar. Yeah. And they were buying us Jager bombs and everything. And I was like, yeah. I was texting my missus going, oh, no, we've missed a train. There's no trains home. Like, going to have to stay with Mike up here and a few of the Bradford. And then she texted me back with the full list of the trains going, no, there ain't. There's one in five minutes. There's one after that half hour. I was like, <laughs> back, in, back in the old days before phone, you'd get away with that going up to Sheffield back in the day and stuff. Now, it's the internet on phones oh, and stuff. She was right. Yeah, I was right stitched up. But there's I so many good ways. I Lewis for a good few hours that day. We, we... <laughs> I don't know what we were doing, to be honest. We lost everyone and we just went around Bradford. I think we ended up near Leeds at some point. Back in Houston, it was unbelievable that day. Oh, yeah. I only Bradford went to Bradford once. Nice. The 3-0 in the Premier League. Oh, I'll tell you bad, one away day that. Me. One away day that. I, I can't say I was there, but I'm gutted I missed it. Notts County. Oh, mate, Apparently that was bad. the best day ever. Everyone I've ever spoke to in terms of like their best women in away day. Notts County, when we beat them 2-0. I weren't there. So I don't know if any of you boys were. That's because I Oldest went to pub. Hooters. Yeah, I was in Hooters. Hooters was decent. Chicken wings, tits, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, obviously, the oldest pub in the, in the whole of the country. Uh, ye old trip to Jerusalem. Uh, stuck like piss, but it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, Hooters. That's all I can really think of. I like, we scored a really good goal as well. Someone, little flip up into the box. Elliot, like, literally smashed it top corner. That was brilliant. Um, that was a class away day, mate. Absolutely class. I went back in the day when it got called off twice and I ended up going Notts County three times. Uh, I was staying in a B&B on a Tuesday night. Same as Huddersfield when Alan Kimball scored his free kick. I went up and stayed in a B&B on my own. Wally Badia got us tickets. You probably, you boys won't remember Wally. But, uh, well, Buzz will, but the other two won't. Oh, mate, uh, we, I, went up to, um, I went up to Middlesbrough three times. I've been up there. I think all FA Cup games, I don't think we scored once. Absolutely. And who's that? I went by a coach with my dad and who's the... Who's, is it Stu? Big Stu in the wheelchair. Stu? You keep throwing names at us, mate. <laughs> These stories oh. aren't going down too well, mate. Remember the Anyone? guy on the bike? Do you remember Big Stu? <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we stopped. Oh, God knows where. It was somewhere ridiculous, like a hole or something. And um, they were like, right, you've got... It was, I'll tell you who ran the coaches, that little short bloke. Do you remember him? He <laughs> <laughs> used to get smashed. He'll have him on ear, Buzz. He, um, he used to work on the trains, that little short bloke. He used yeah, to run used, the coaches. He used to just get smashed. I remember first time I saw him in Villa away and he's on the barrier, just drunk out of his head. Yeah, Mullard. And, yeah. and we, and we yeah, so we got to old and they said, right, you've got, I don't know, an hour or something. Be back in an hour. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So hour and a half later, we were still sitting on the coach waiting for this one bloke. They were like, fuck it, we're going. And we left, and we left him in the service stations at Hull. Went off to Middlesbrough. My, my, had his bag on the coach and everything. I don't know what happened to him. 
first time I went to Middlesbrough, I was nil. We drew nil nil. I went on by coach, so I had to go all the way from Essex to Wimbledon, get the coach up to Middlesbrough. Drew nil nil. Roy Capel, bless him, he was out of his tree. He went to walk down to the bar, and but as he's going down the steps, he's fallen over, fallen into a placement, and <laughs> chucked that. God, bless him. <laughs> oh, I remember that. And, uh, another one was one of my other favourite ones is when we went on the coach down to some non-league game, and we all dressed up. <clears throat> I think you were dressed up as Fred Flintstone, uh, Buzz, and I was dressed oh, up. Oh, that in... was um, Burgess Hill, wasn't it? With Justin oh. Gray. Yeah, over the top <laughs> and I, I, I was dressed up as an emu and I was dressed up as an emu and it, it was like the geezer's 50th anniversary and he was retiring at the end of the season they done him a guard of honour and if you watch in the middle of the guard of honour there's me just pecking people so he comes <laughs> he comes running through his guard of honour shaking hands there's me like chasing him pecking the back of his neck after Wait, he's you, been there 50 years do you remember when I when I organised that coach to Walton yeah, and you, we arrived about two hours before the pubs opened he, 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 he arranged a minibus to take us from Wimbledon to Walton but he thought it was some kind of northern trip so he arranged to well, we were on the coach at eight and it took us half hours to get down there <laughs> <laughs> knocking on mums in Walton Walking on Thames trying to get in. Like. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, right, good. right. Which now? Which ones would you say are the worst away? We all know the worst one, which we don't need to talk about. Which is obviously the scum. That's yeah. an absolute horrendous one. I, I'd give any Northerner to say we we're probably one of the worst ones for them if they were coming down. Kings Meadow was awful. It's gonna be good now, but yeah. What is your worst away day? What is your worst place to go to? Any anyone anyone. Out, anyone 20 miles outside of Manchester, I yeah. hate them. I absolutely hate them. You yeah. get up to Piccadilly, and that's fine, and the train's quite quick and, and whatever, and then you've got to go to either Rochdale or Wigan or Bolton, and you've got to get on a little shanty tram. The public transport's shit. You can't get a taxi. Then when you when you finish, when you when the game's done, you just want to get back to the station, get on the train and get a kebab or something, and you've got to get the tram back, or you've got to wait for a fucking coach to pick you up or a bus I just hate it it's just too it's too much yeah. I just want to go to an away game somewhere like crew roll out the station get to the pub go to the ground roll back to the train I don't want to be mucking around yeah. for an hour and a half either side of it anywhere with a Frankie and Benny's outside <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about that that's yeah. what Stephen Edge franchise Northampton anywhere like that I can't deal with it. So that's going to shit on your Scunfort one then because Scunfort was good before the game, but then after the game, we end up in a Frankie and Benny's and then we end up getting chased by the Scunfort youth into Frankie and Benny's and having a a brownie and ice cream, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm with you, I'm sorry, one quick, I'm with you, Buzz. Manchester, I don't get it. I just don't get the fuss about it. We end up, we all, I know you're going to have pubs lined up next time, Lewis, but we all follow Milson and Milson takes us to the one pub he knows in Manchester. Right, and then it's like Man, just talking about Fiverr. I've been to Manchester like ten times. I've only been to one pub in Manchester, and I've heard it's like yeah, it's going to be some it's metropolitan the city. Yeah, it's the Wardorf, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Wardorf every yeah. time. And it's like I've only Wardorf had one good time there was Bolton, and then Bolton I got really drunk. I got to the ground. I fell over a cone because I, we were taking a photo, and I went back and fell over on my ass. Uh, yeah, I just Manchester don't like it. Uh, Liverpool, I don't get either. I don't think it's that good unless you're staying there for the weekend. But then you're doing yourself oh, a load of money. Don't, 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 don't. Liverpool's unbelievable. If yeah. you stay for the weekend, if you stay, oh, for the great week- day out, great no. day out. Not having Liverpool, not having it. Um, I'll tell you what. On on uh, on the topic of too far away from the station, everything Wickham. Yeah, every yeah. time. I, I I think we've won there once or twice, but it doesn't even matter. By the time you've done that twenty-five minute walk. <laughs> 
maybe even half an hour, whatever it is. It is um, you just you just want to go home. It's, it ruins yeah. the day that walk. I made a mistake well, once. Done by car. It's only forty-five minutes. I made a mistake once of getting the bus back from the ground to the station, and you oh, sit on the bus for about an hour, and you think, oh, it's going to go in a minute," and then you see just a thousand people <laughs> in your way, and you think, "Oh shit, yeah. I'm stuck in there." Two for me. Two for me. All right. The worst away in actual away in Bristol Rovers, horrendous. Mm. Uh, and then the, in terms of the one of the worst places I've ever been, Port Vale. It's an absolute shithole. Yeah. Like it's not even an actual place. Port Vale isn't actually a place. Just, oh, it's grim, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Stoke's bad. This is the shit part of Stoke. Like, <laughs> it was a shit part of Stoke. Horrible. <laughs> two, two cut of the worst games. Was it Bromley and Fisher in the playoffs back yeah, in the day? Oh, they were awful. I'm sure, I, I don't really remember because I was always too pissed, but I, I'm sure we got sort of stitched up every time we got to a semi final. Or I don't know what happened, but. I remember once we tried to set a flare off. I think that was at Fisher, and we couldn't get it going. And it was—I think someone was just holding it, and it was going over everyone. And yeah, it, I was choking, <laughs> choking. <laughs> everyone was like coughing up blue spit. And then, um, <laughs> and then Bromley was the other one. And weren't weren't Bromley where they were? Didn't we? Didn't something happen? Like we put the ball out and they scored. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, and yeah. it just—you just felt like you're just getting cheated every time we got to one of them stupid semi-finals. Mm. Oh, I, I yeah, think I, it was, it was, oh. any close one, any London ones as well. I don't like it's boring. Like getting on the tube to go to an away day. I never oh, like Barnet. To be yeah, fair, Barnett. I like—I was just about to say I don't mind Barnet because, like, you end up in Camden, and Camden's quite a good place to drink. Uh, it ain't too bad. But then you go from Camden then to Barnet, and I'm always busting for a piss. I've got like baby's bladder. So then I get on the tube, absolutely like, dying for a pit, and then I have to get off at Finchley. Then I have to yeah. get off at North Finchley. But yeah. Yeah. no, no, no. Any train about a toilet's bad news on the way, Dave. But yeah. you end up spending more bloody money if you go to a London game on on, on beer than you would the whole day out up north. Also, the London away days, you always end up in different groups. You'll have some, yeah. someone up in Camden, someone's down in Islington somewhere. It's like it's all over the place. There's only one good London away day, and that's Wembley. Because you go to the Green Man. <laughs> oh, Green Man. I, mean, man. I don't like Wembley. I didn't go. I didn't go. Wembley's not even an away game. It's a bar. Tottenham playing there. Bar Tottenham playing there for a couple of years. Luckily, get, you don't go Wembley for an away day anyway, do you? Well, it's a home I, game if you go and watch England. Exactly. I like, exactly. The, I like the Green Man. As well, it was, it? Green Man's a great pub when, oh. in a playoff final when you've got literally thousands of Wimbledon there. But Yeah, so it's good. The day when we played Tottenham, I thought it was a terrible day. Yeah, and, and any anywhere sort of like you said, anywhere that's not a major town or city is just is hard work for me. It really is. And I went. Did anyone go Blackburn once? Quite yeah, yeah. It, I don't know when it was. It weren't. It weren't recently when we won one nil. I think we drew one all. It was in, in the championship, and I think it was just pissing down with rain. I think I think we had about fifty fans there. Oh, you just looked round and I just thought, what am I doing here? We, we <laughs> drunk in Preston when we went to Blackburn. It wasn't like, it was a good day. We, we oh, had a good oh, well, well, again, we, we went, we went by coast, but I remember we I lost. One year, I only missed, I went to, would it be a 46 games in the champ, wouldn't it? I've done 22 away games one year. The only one I missed was Preston and Blackburn was by far one of the worst. I remember we lost 3-0 at uh, Blackburn and I sat in the pub with uh, Anna and Paul McMillan. We missed half the game. We got in, we were already 2-0 down. Uh, and then we just sat, they left the bar open. So we just sat in the bar. I don't think we see a minute of the game. It's like all the way to Blackburn. <laughs> and we didn't, I got in the stadium. I took a couple of photos for the blog and then just got drunk. And then I, I got on a bus with a, a, tra a travel card at the time. 
I went on the bus, said, yeah, go, mate. And he went, yeah, go on, on you go. I was like, cheers. <laughs> Thought it was well hard back then. <laughs> you know, the problem also with, with London away days is that all the trains don't have toilets on. Like like we said before. But that, that Charlton, like, when we won 2-1, we was all drinking up London Bridge beforehand and got the train and those southern trains don't have toilets on. It's about 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is, to Woolwich. And I remember we'd all been boozing, so like every 10 minutes, they a piss. And I had a plastic cup in my hands and my little brother Jack was there with me. And as I'm literally, he's like, I need a piss, I need a piss. So I went, look, just piss in this cup. And he's like, you'll have to hold it, though. And so I held it and he pissed in it on a packed train and then he overflowed and it went all <laughs> over my hand and all over my feet as well. <laughs> that was brilliant. And he's looking at me and he's like, Lou, I can't stop, I can't stop. And I just feel his warm piss running down my hands. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I've got one, um, I've got a, a bad away day on behalf of, of Lee and it was, um, it was more come away. And he was absolutely off his face. And I don't know what was, I don't know what was what was going on, but all of a sudden he sort of walked, rolled through the carriage, burst open through one of the doors, like tears coming down his face. I was like, I was in Matt, me and Matt Willingham. Lee, what's the matter? What's the matter? Fucking Millwall. Fucking Millwall. I'm gonna fight fucking Millwall. <laughs> and then the, the old Bill turned up and they were like, what, what's going on? And he told the old Bill to fuck off. And they were saying, sort your mate out, we're gonna arrest him. And then one of Matt Dorrance's mates, that's all geezer, Chris, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's Chris, all geezer. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first name he's got on tonight. Just, just turn, just turn around out of nowhere. I've no, no. The old Bill just was just sick all over him. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not the whole story. That's not the whole story. The, the Millwall thing was right because they were giving it all the bigger, and then I thought I was like double hard because I've had a few beers. Please tell me to calm down. I didn't. I said I was going to respect you. Then I went in the toilet. I was having a piss, and then Chris came, smashed the door in, and then just puked all over me. <laughs> And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I come out, my brand new jeans all got sick on and I stink. And he's laughing his ass. And I was like, this ain't fun. And then I tell him, what am I meant to do? You know what I mean? The guy's just puked all over. That's the closest I've really... seen to anyone having a breakdown on the way home. For <laughs> <laughs> bad times, they were bad times. But another, another shit one's Coventry away. Coventry's awful. Yeah. It's just one yeah, pub, a Weatherspoon. And, and you love Bristol, don't you, Buzz? Oh, mate, don't... Where was that stupid pub you... To, to be fair, these days, now I'm a bit poncy. I enjoy that pub in Bristol. <laughs> a few nice ales. But back then when I drank Foster's Tops, I was absolutely fuming. I was sweating. <laughs> off it, I don't know what we were doing. We walked for about an hour to get to this fucking pub. And then we got there and it was just shit. The beer was shit. We walked... Was just, Oh. We were walking in like 30 degree heat, which is all right for Bristol in that open end. But we were walking around for ages trying to find his pub. He was then moaning because he's carrying about 20 stone too much weight on him. Moaning <laughs> his head off that he's <laughs> melting and it's too much. Just, just find a pub. We get in it and it is like you've got to drink like rat's piss or, you know what I mean, Tracy's tears and all these kind of boots. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, as he said, he'll, he'll be eating that now with a scotch egg and a bit of avocado. But like back then, he weren't having any of it. But, uh, yeah. I really like the um, the Devon away days, Exeter and Plymouth. I'm sure you can make a good away day out of them, but I've never had a good experience there. Oh, oh. Exeter was all right when we went. Um, FA Cup. We got, yeah, we got the train down to Exeter, and there was loads <clears> of us. And we, for some reason, we bought tickets in the, in an Exeter box and had like dinner with the Exeter fans. And then we had, I remember having a picture of the Exeter mascot. And then about a minute into the game, they were like, you lot can't be here. And then moved us to the away. Why, why are we bought tickets in that end? I'll never know, but we lost it anyway. But yeah, that, that was quite a good away day. It was like that. But I think that was mostly because it was like the first time 
we'd really played anyone like a proper league team to, yeah. away, do you know what I mean, since we restarted. And, so that's probably why. Exeter would be better now they've put a roof on that away end. It was open terrace yeah. before. It'd be better now. Yeah, yeah go on, Luke. Right. Plymouth, mate. Plymouth's actually one of the nicest places I've ever been to. Honestly, obviously it's sunny. Always helps if you go out of the train and it's like lovely weather. But honestly, I went when Akin Fenn was scored. We won 2-1 the year we went up. And, mate, I mean, the only the only bad thing about it is the train journey. Like, for some reason, I can get to Newcastle in two hours, but to get to Plymouth, it takes me about five. Like, the trains down there are a pony. And that was the only thing. Getting back afterwards was a bit long. But actually, Plymouth itself, I loved it. I thought it was banging. I've only ever been on a, in a car down to Plymouth. So, uh, yeah, not my greatest. But, yeah, all right, boys, let's wrap that one up. Let's go with, like, best pubs. Where is the best pubs to go when you go to Wago? Because I've got the best pub ever. And, Barnsley. And, uh, Barnsley. <laughs> You knew what was coming. The best pub I've ever seen in my life, the Mulder's Arms in Barnsley. I said to yeah. Chitch during the week, we'll jump in a cab, it'd be 50p, right, each. Nah, you are, you're having a laugh, it ain't going to be 50p to get in a cab. Got in there, it was four quid, right? Yeah. Between like, it was like 50p each, right? Got in there, jukebox, little outside garden, pool table, sports on, <clears throat> loads of like cheap beers, cheap spirits. Next thing I know, there's about 10 of us in. Next thing I know, everyone's in there. Everyone's going, yeah, the Mulder's Arms, where it's at. Molders on the best thing. Best thing about case. that was it was it was a house, wasn't it? That had been yeah. turned into a pub. It was just like it's like a little house party, wasn't it? With like a bar. It was unbelievable. Just being in someone's front room and everything, just getting pissed. I'm going to live off that. And they didn't, they didn't have enough staff, did they? They didn't no. have enough. They didn't have enough staff. And the, the bird who was about to go on a hen do literally turned around and went. She was literally about to have a cut of beers before shooting off, and she went. She got in up. She got pulled behind a jump. She was serving. The woman was like, just serve bottles. She wasn't allowed to pour pints. And you had that old boy sat up at the bar, didn't know what was going on, did he? Oh, uh, Uncle Albert from Only Falls. <laughs> yeah, he was loving it, though. He was loving it because he, he he was into men and he was literally thought it was his dream. Literally 100 men in there. And he was going around. <laughs> he did. He was going around cracking onto everyone, thinking he, his day had been made. He was like literally as, oh, as happy as Larry. But yeah, I'm going to live off that pub forever, Lou. You can't. Can't be on. It was it was like an illegal rave though, wasn't it? Literally, I was making phone calls when we got there. I was going, let everyone come to this pub. All different WhatsApp groups. I'm on for football. I was going, everyone come to this pub. And every train that was coming into the Barnsley, everyone was turning up. The next thing you know, there's about 80, 90 of us in there, but it's the size of someone's front room. It was like being in an illegal rave. Honestly, mate, everyone was like that inside. It was a little. Brilliant. It was a little bit out of the way as well, wasn't it? So everyone yeah. was like, why the fuck is he taking us here? And yeah. he turned up and it was just only, way. only pub in Barnsley with a jukebox. Hey, um, <laughs> like you said earlier, that, that pub and Morecambe, what was it called? Uh, I don't know, it was across from the is statue. That was, that was that unbelievable. Was it, I thought it was called the Globe or is that the ground? That's the ground. That's the ground. <laughs> It's a question. The king's or the queen's. It's either the king's or the queen's head or arms or something like that. It's, I looked it up the other day because I want us to go down just so we can go there. Be, again, to be honest. fair though, I, I I used to absolutely love drinking in the Thomas Farley. Oh, Thomas Farley. Or home pub. game. What? No, good pub. Titch won't know yeah, it, no, but yeah, it's a decent pub, mate. I used to love it. it had a pool, put, little pool table at the back, and yeah, it was. I missed the pill. Good. I still miss <laughs> the pill. <laughs> The, the 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 thing about the Morecambe pub I love the best is they were selling vodka and uh, popping candy shots for a pound, and then next thing <laughs> I know is the Morecambe youth team uh, or youth firm have turned up, come in and then spoke to Nick, who's one, of, you know what I mean? Nick doesn't care, and they said, "All right, boys, we want to fight," and we were like, "No, we we're, we're eating popping candy in here, boys." Like, fuck off! <laughs> and then we just got was... shots. It's a good pub that. I know I said about Manchester being horrible for away days, but there was I'm sure. 
it was Rochdale. And we went to a little pub. And again, it was small. And it was like the, the, the floor was sloped at about 90 degrees. But they were selling cheap beer for about two quid a pint. And then for an extra pound, you got a pie. And it had a jukebox. And it was about five minute walk from the ground. Oh, it was brilliant. Brilliant pub. 75p it was for a pie. And Matty bought three of them because it was such good value. <laughs> <laughs> Get one in his pocket for the way home, like Nick does. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I'll go for uh, best pub. I love a little marina, so I'll go for the Ipswich one. That was unbelievable. Yes. yes. Was, just seeing all the boats there was an unbelievable day as well. Um, you like a gastro pub, didn't you? Eh? You like a gastro pub, I've heard. Yeah, it was, um, mate, I'm there for the Instagram picture. It was, <laughs> it was class. I'll either go for that one or the only reason I go to Peterborough is that pub on the boat. There's yeah. something about it. Yeah. Talk, talking of pubs, what's our what's our main pub going to be when um, when we're back at Plough Lane? Leather bottle, nothing else. Oh, leather bottle when it's sunny and then in the winter months we'll have to find somewhere. No one standard in Collier's Woods. Ah, standard's too, too far, it's miles. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, the ones by Elsfield train station, the Wanda and the Elsfield, they're both really good. Or the Tooting, um, Tooting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want more. You don't want more. I mean, you want a ten-minute walk max, don't you? Really, so you can roll out a court with a free, get in, get in your seat. Otherwise, if, if we're sort of twenty-five minutes away, we, we'll end up missing the first half every week. All up in there. Yeah, we can have this discussion on the uh, home home pubs uh, home chat. <laughs> this is a away day chat, but so that. <laughs> you know what I mean, let's talk about. I mean, we don't want people knowing what pubs we're going to be in, and then they get a bit of a shock. Yeah, I'm talking about that. when I go uh, Women and Away with Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Oxford? I thought Oxford as well. Some of the pubs in Oxford were banging. We've done a decent crawl, but the only thing is that they sort of ruined after that because Oxford's about seven miles but to the stadium. So we had a lovely crawl and then everyone's having a sort of taxi out. And after the game, you can come out and again, Frankie and Benny's, and everyone's waiting around there trying to get taxi back. It's an absolute nightmare. But at Oxford itself, as a city, all the booze is there, banging. Well, nice. Another poor away day, that one is Oxford. But another good, I'm going to put on the table here, uh, Lou, just for you, was the Cornucopia in South End, the smallest uh, pub in Essex. Because I <laughs> yeah, obviously put yeah. on a little pub call and I didn't expect, I thought about 10, 15 people would come down. The next thing I know, there's like 50 of us going from the worst pub, like that, that strip of pubs in South End is awful. That's why it's good for away days. And then we end, I took you in the Cornucopia because I know you, you're a big fan of your pubs and it's the, the smallest yeah. pub in Essex. And then we end up in the Foresters, which is the uh, South End equivalent to the Peel. We're watching uh, Peggy Mitchell dance around <laughs> the stage with her top off. Oh, he dropped me. That's how I met, that's how I met my missus. <laughs> oh, she, she's going to kill me. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Good pubs. Oh, I can't wait for away days again, boys. Right. Let's wrap it up and... Uh, yeah, I can't wait for away days. I think that first away day back is going to be unreal because what you think, whoever's on an away day that day, it's just going to be messy as anything, isn't it? You think how many people are going to be travelling right. up and down the country and if they're allowed and when we're allowed to, it's just going to be unreal. I just, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine right now just being on a on a train carriage with like 50, 50 people like bouncing around, swinging the shirts around in the air. Like, it's gonna be weird. Each other, <laughs> kissing each other, telling each other we loved each other. Like, I just, I just can't imagine. It's been so long. I just can't imagine yeah. it's, it's ever going to be allowed. Obviously, it will. But yeah, I can't believe it. it. Can you imagine like everyone just everyone on a way day that day? Like Houston's going to be like, I'm, I'm real. Go oh, on. 
But do you know what the funny thing is? That's actually on my list of things I missed. Euston Station before a game or King's Cross. When you're looking around, like groups of lads everywhere, like, who are they then? Who are they? Who Mill got today? Mill got QPR. Oh, could it be them? Or you're looking around, like, who, who's who? Because it's all just bods. Groups of lads everywhere looking like, want to kill you. It's Sainsbury's local, it. mate. I've not been to a Sainsbury's local since. I just want to go in yeah. one day and just buy a four-pack of Corona. <laughs> yeah, you know that. <laughs> I, I, agree what, I agree with what you're saying, Lou. Like, you're seeing these, like... Group of lads, you know what who they are because they've got either got Stone Island CV Company, Adidas trainers on, and then you're just trying to look for the little badge without making it obvious because obviously, it, it. and then you're like trying to look, and then he looks at you, and you're like, you yeah, know, I'm not looking like too much, like, do you know what I mean? But also, I miss is the people that get <laughs> people that are in a away day that ain't on an away day, they're just going to visit friends or family and they get involved. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're good people that just you offer them a beer and they go, Yeah, I'll have a beer, and then they start singing along. And by the time you got off the train, they've got they bought the benches and season tickets at Plough Lane. <laughs> that's that's what I like. Do you know what I mean? Like they love well, it. How about that geezer? That when we got the coach to Accrington, oh, there was about fifty of us all lads all waiting, and one geezer thought we were the fans' coach going up there, and then literally he turned around to us and he went, "So what time's the coach turn up?" We looked at him like, "Who are you, mate?" And he was like, "I'm here for the fans' coach." And we're like, "Mate, this ain't it." And he was like, "I'm hanging back." I was in. I'm, 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 I'm in the wrong place. Turns out he missed it because he just stood with us for 20 minutes waiting. But we had a spare space, so we took him with us. And he got out of his nut. Honestly, he, he, he had a completely different away day experience to what he was expecting. And on the on the way back, he fell asleep, and we drew all over him. <laughs> yeah. Nice way to treat him. Do you know what I mean? So, best thing is he comes on away days with us now. Like we see oh. him sometimes. He's he's a good lad. But yeah, yeah. You know what, Luke? I think you've got that slightly wrong. I think he was on the coach. And he turned around and went, fuck me, the supporters coach has changed recently. Because I don't think he realised. I think he's just walked on the coach because he was late to the day. So he's turned up late. <laughs> he's walked on the coach you're thinking, oh, here we go, supporters coach, get a, get a nice sleep on the way up. And he's turned around and gone, I'm not on the supporters coach here. <laughs> what, what, now, what he'd done was the supporters coach was going from outside that little Tesco in South Wimbledon. Yeah. And we were going from outside the station. I think, he, yeah, he, like you say, he's just got confused. And I think he did. He did just get on, not and not not knowing. Then he saw some of the people on there and thought, "Fuck you, you know." Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, lads, I really enjoyed that chat about away days. I said I can't wait to be going back on away days. However, you go to an away day, they are the the best. They are brilliant, uh, and yeah, I can't wait. So, when we come back in a minute, we're going to be previewing the games against Gillingham and Hull City. <laughs> Right, welcome back. And we're going to be discussing the game against Gillingham at home on Tuesday. Uh, and then we have Hull City at home on Saturday. Uh, how do we think that's going to go, boys? How do we think we're going to line up? And uh, to be fair, they're two tough games. Gillingham in ninth and Hull are flying. I think they're up near the playoffs at the moment. What, what are we think in regards to the games? Um, yeah, Gillingham, I think they're seven points off the playoffs. So they're, they're having, for them, I suppose, they're having a good season. The last five games, they've sort of they've got bang average form, and this for me, they they're actually unbeaten in the last three away games, and that, that includes beating Charlton and Ackney and drawing with Sunderland. So that they, they sound like they're half decent away, and they're not very good at home. But for me, it, this is the sort of game we have to win. If we can't beat Gillingham at home, then we don't deserve to be in the division, in, in my opinion. And this is where I don't know. It, I don't know if he sticks with people or if he makes changes, but I would definitely bring Hennigan in. Um, it's just, we've just got to go for it. We, we've got to go for it. We've got to score. 
we've got to get some support up to pig. Like you say, like someone said earlier, I think if you stop him playing, or it might have been last week, if you stop him playing, you, we ain't got enough, no other goal in us, really. And we, we need to get up, we need to get into them early doors. And if we can nick an early goal, I think, I think we, we can win. But it's a must win, must win. Yeah, we sort of looked at the Peterborough, Gillingham and Hull game and sort of thought, right, it's a tough start for Robbo. It almost gives him a bit of time to sort of figure out what he needs to do because March is March is the big month. We've got seven seven games, I think, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, teams all around us. So we we have to go into that with a win under our belt. And you look at Hull and think that's going to be a tough game. You almost wouldn't blame us for losing it. So you look at Gillingham and think that's got to be a must win now, especially as we haven't we've only won one game at Plough Lane and that was early on in December. We're now in late February, so that has to change quickly. So, yeah, I'd, I'd sort of edge this towards the must-win category. I know every game's must-win, but, yeah, we really need a win. So, I was looking at, I think, Hull's the, uh, the, the winnable one out of the two, really. Gillian and are ninth in the form table. They're doing well. As Buzz said, they're doing really well away from home. Uh, Hull uh, are 12th in the form table, and uh, they've drawn and, and lost a couple recently. Uh, I'd I change it around. We've said on WhatsApp groups as well that defensively we still look really bad. Uh, and I think that only changes with we as as Robbo's alluded on again that he he weren't overly happy with the Wigan game. We we obviously done well, but he said that we did do some things that weren't great. And uh, that's defensive again. We're conceding two goals away to Wigan, who just got thumped five 0 by Hull as well at the weekend. I think we need to change it at the back, and I'd go with Hennigan and, and Darnell at the back, uh, and the rest of it I think picks itself really. But yeah, I'd give Will a rest and put Hennigan in. Fair. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I, I think I'll take a point against Jules. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a point against Jules and a point against Hull. I know, it's, I know that's really negative, but I don't really fancy us. That's awful, isn't it? That's awful to say. I feel bad just saying that. <laughs> I mean, four, four points out of the next two home games would be good. Four points will be very good. And, and like Lee said, Hull, Hull have, I think they've only won one of their last five, so they're, they're definitely beatable. Deals, I don't know. I can see. I can see four points. If, if things change, if things change, no matter no matter what, no matter what Robbo says or does, if if the same players are making the same mistakes still, then not much is going to change, really, is it? See, how how we got Ipswich at home on Tuesday, so that's a tough game for them because Ipswich are. Uh, uh, need points big time as well. I know we've got we've got Julian at home, so I I don't know. I just I take I, I think we need three points from one of them games. I know you mean yeah. about the drawing both, and that does sound good. But yeah, I think we do need uh, a three points from at least one of them games. So. Problem we got there is Lee, like you say about Hull. Yeah, they've got a tough game Tuesday. That's irrelevant to them. They'll they'll chuck Josh McGuinness in one one game, and then Malik Wilkes will come in the other game. You'll bat them both to score. Our problem is we've we're we're going to be playing the same players every time because we're not getting a tune out of anyone else other than Piggott and a little bit Longman, and that's going to be a problem in March. We've got Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday for the whole month, so someone needs to start stepping up soon. Otherwise, we're in trouble. Pig cannot play every game in March because we know what will happen by the end of March. Going into the running, he's to be fucked. So we yeah, need to get out. a tune out of someone. Mm. Hey, um, unluckily for him, but luckily for us, was it Honeyman for Hull? He's he's a, probably their one of their best players. He he got carried off on Saturday, um, and they, before Doncaster <laughs> scored, a, was it ninety eighth minute equaliser or something? Wasn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah. we've got the we've got the we've got the worst home record in the country this kind of year. 
Yeah. We have got the yeah. worst. We're the worst, and Liverpool are the next worst. We have the worst home, home record. I mean, I know, obviously, it doesn't help we ain't got fans there, but no one's got fans there, so it's, that's not an excuse. No. We've got the worst home record in the country. As well. Awful. As well, like, a, a lot of people say, oh, we haven't got fans in to get behind them. When the fuck do we get behind our... Yeah. Like, come on, we only we only start making noise when the away attendance is announced. I was just about to yeah. say that as well. Uh, I'll just put another point on. You know, I said about dropping Will out. The, the thing about Will is he's good. We said we alluded on earlier is that he uh, he can win headers, and they're going to be playing. Children uh, are going to play a Kindy, who he he could he could have a good battle with, and then McGuinness if he plays for whole uh, on Saturday. But then again, you've got. Do we just chop Darnell out and put Ennegan and Will in because two big yeah. guys against a massive striker? What's going there, on? With there's, there's one. There's one thing defending crosses that come into the box. There's another thing if if a team's just playing long ball. Uh, Hull, Hull ain't going to play if if Hull's just playing long ball all game. Then yeah, Will could do a job definitely. But if if they're like working the ball well and getting good crosses into the box, if he ain't if he ain't if he ain't on it. He ain't going to get near the header in the first place. Lee, what's going on with Shocker? Is he fit? I think he's fit. He was on the bench on Saturday. I think he's fit. I just, I don't know. I don't know where you'd put him. Would you, you know, we've got two places because we can't go back to three at the back. No. So we've got two places in the four. Uh, I'd hope, as we are at home, that we're not going to be seeing two defensive midfielders uh, in the team. And, and we we play four, we don't play four, two, three, one. Uh, I don't know. What about we will get home. What about Corey Andrews? Is Corey Andrews fit and is he ready to be put on? Because is Palmer going to... What's our, what's our second choice striker at the moment? Other than... I don't know about that Andrews sign. I've just got a bad feeling about it. Everything that... I mean, when Harrison signed, Robbo saying, yeah, he's got this about him. He can do this. He can do this. Andrews, he sort of said, I don't know anything about him, but it's a good opportunity for him. It just seems a bit like, did we just sign him just to tick it off? Just to say we've got to sign a striker through the door? Or I, no, I, I, I know do we the, actually uh, see him coming in and playing football for us? And I, 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 disagree. I disagree. I think we signed him knowing that we were trying to sign Williams, and if we didn't sign Williams, or Harrison, 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 Harrison. <laughs> why do I keep calling Williams? Right? If we, if I thought we were trying to sign Harrison, uh, and we signed Andrews just in case, but Andrews is more for the future. I don't think he's for now. I think he's for next season, possibly, or getting a full preseason out of him, seeing what he can do. I. I just worry that, that we have... They're the, same, the two boys are the same age. As, as Buzz said earlier, you take Pig out of the game and we haven't really got anything else. If Palmer's not back yet, which, again, I've spoken about it before that Palmer was going to be out long-term. I got ridiculed for that. Uh, and he, he doesn't seem to be getting back. And if he does come back, he, he ain't going to be fit enough to be playing, is he, straight away? Hmm. I think you're right, mate. I think, I think Hull. I think we've probably got more chance of beating Hull. We, we should have beaten Hull away. Early running the season, well, yeah. we, well, we lose one nil, will it? And we, mm, we yeah. battered them. But like, should have got something out of that. They're, they're not that good. Um, I, I fancy it's more that uh, if we can get a win from that one, uh, point against Jill's win, win against Hull, that'd be lovely. I don't okay. care how it comes. Point, point up in one game, winning another game. But how, how many points do we need to stay up realistically? <clears throat> Fifteen. What we on, what we on now? 26, 25, 26. Is it? 25 or 26? Testing our prior research here. Yeah, the thing is, I said earlier, is Peterborough, games like Peterborough, Gillingham and Hull are not going to define our season. We have a massive month coming up in March when we play a lot of the teams around us, Rochdale, Northampton. 
we play teams that we we should be looking to get three points from. Burton, they're the teams that we need to be beating. I think we need to be going out. And as Robbo's put very well, is it's not about the three, it's about the performances now and about building for for them games kind of thing. I know we want points and, and points on the bag's good, but I thought again, people we play well first half, second half we exploded. Yeah, hopefully against Gillingham, we can put it right. And Gillingham are beatable, and so are Hull. I, I, I think if we can get three points in the next two games, I'd be chuffed with that. See, yeah. for me, it's not a, it's not about performance. For me, it's about grinding out a wins. Like yeah. we're deep, deep in a relegation battle, and there's only what nineteen games left. So we need we yes. need twenty five points ish to stay up. So we need more than a point a game. We need to grind out now. We need to we need to defend properly, and we need to win games no matter how no matter how we win games. I don't want us to be I don't want to come off the pitch going, oh we lost two one but oh we played well. Oh that was yeah. positive positive. It's, it's, it's no good being yeah. positive. we ain't signed that geezer and Andrews for League Two. I don't want to go back next season playing in League Two. I, I think just, he get yeah I think he I gets away that. with that, Robbo, against Peterborough and maybe against Hull. He gets away with that chat of yeah performance because to be honest, we played quite well first half half better team beat and then yeah I'll sit there and go not a bad performance in the first half it's a bit of a positive that won't wash against Gillingham I don't think if we get smashed at home but we play well in patches that won't wash with the fans so I agree with Buzz there in terms of Gillingham we need to try and grind that win and I'd absolutely love nothing more than to be shit all game and nick one in the last minute yeah I get your point boys I I, I liked uh, I listened to his interview uh before the Gillingham game, and he said, he, I don't think he's big fans of uh, Gillingham and uh, how they conduct themselves. So I, I'm hoping that he, he gets that across to the boys as well, because we're all not big fans of Steve Evans, are we? we as he said, it's a, it's a kind of thing that now they, they kind of get away with it, and people just go, yeah, that's what they're like. And, and it, he's very much on character, as he keeps saying, character, 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 and they just get away with absolute murder, and I think we're going to go there. And hopefully, as I said, we, we can get three points, possibly more. So... Let's put some predictions on them, boys. Let's start with Gillingham. Buzz, what are you thinking for the game? Um, I'm going to go Gillingham to all. Desmond. Mm. Mm. I'm going right. to go one all. One all from Lewis. One all for me. Um, one nil win. Late goal. One nil Titch. Right. I'm going to go two one Wimbledon. I think we're going to nick it. I think we'll, yeah, two one Wimbledon. Sweet. Right, and then we move on to Hull, and we'll go again. What are we saying then, Buzz? Hull on Saturday. Hull, I think, I think in typical Wimbledon style, I think because they're one of the best teams in the league, we'll 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 put more effort in, and we'll turn up more. And I think I think we'll beat Hull two one. Nice. I'm going to go two all. Two all. We're doing nil nil, so I'm going to go for that. I think we'll lose one nil to Hull. I think we'll play well, but I think yeah, I think they'll just have a bit too much for us. And I think they'll like we want. I think they'll they'll dig in and they'll get a they'll get a win against us. But if we can pick up two points, three points from the next two games, I'd be chuffed with that. To be fair, so yeah, yeah. I think and hopefully by then, Robbo will have an assistant in place, uh, and that should be done within the next. Who's that going to be, mate? Days. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There's many rumours going around. Uh, where we we we're not <laughs> sure at all. We're not in the loop at all, so we don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna gonna be hopefully put in place soon, so we'll have some help. Which, if it is the people that are rumored, they're they're very good coaches and they've worked with very good young players. I think that's what we need. So, right, we're gonna wrap it up there, boys. So again, thanks very much for joining us on on episode thirteen, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself, boys.
Pleasure, mate. Loved it. Yeah, yeah nice one, lads. Enjoyed that. Yeah, same. Thanks very much, boys. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by Twitter at Wombles Dream or via Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.